Time for your Thursday afternoon drive at five. These are all the stories driving headlines on this, the 22nd day of February. For years, as sheriff sales loomed and as the code violations piled up against Prasad Margabandu, his East Carson Street properties, the Mount Lebanon man allegedly used baseless bankruptcy filings to stave off creditors. It was a scheme that federal prosecutors say culminated in a four-alarm fire set intentionally at the man's direction. He has owned multiple properties and businesses in Allegheny and surrounding counties. He is now charged with bankruptcy fraud, mail fraud, conspiracy, malicious destruction of property, among others. He could not immediately be reached for comment. The indictment, which was unsealed this week, revealed the lengths to which the 47-year-old allegedly went to keep the three-story building from ultimately ending up in a sheriff's sale. A proposed Biden administration rule designed to save energy threatens a butler plant and more than 1,300 jobs, according to manufacturing leaders and area members of of Congress, the lawmakers are trying to block what is a proposal from the Energy Department that they said could force manufacturers of electric distribution transformers to use amorphous metal cores instead of the traditional grain-oriented steel cores that are now produced by only one plant in the United States, and that is Butler Works, owned by Cleveland Cliffs in Butler, PA. And Cleveland-based company just announced the idling of a West Virginia tin plate mill based on separate Biden administration decisions on import tariffs. Earlier today in the afternoon, the uh, President of the United Auto Workers, Local 3303, Jamie Sychek, told me on KDKA that energy-efficient transformers are crucial components of our nation's infrastructure. It's important that our ability to manufacture them domestically from U.S.-sourced electrical steel. He said it is something that we need to be concerned about when it comes to our nation's security. Pirates and Mitch Keller agreeing on a contract extension that locks up the Buckos hurler for five years and will pay him $77 million effective immediately. Mitch Keller, remember, it was just 13 months ago, was announced as the Pirates' opening day starter. Well, now it looks like he is going to be in Pittsburgh for a while longer. The sources that were revealed to the Post-Gazette today says the deal is pending a physical, but it also marks the third long-term extension in three years for the Buckos who did deals with Key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds the past two off-seasons. Hayes, eight years, $70 million. Reynolds, eight years, $106.75 million. And this one, a five-year deal for $77 million for Mitch Keller. AT&T's network suffered widespread outages across the country this morning. Cellular service, internet both down. One cellular provider, um, AT&T was the hardest hit, but others, including Verizon, T-Mobile, and Cricket, also did report some outages. Verizon and T-Mobile said those affected had been trying to contact AT&T users, however. AT&T reported service had been restored for all customers by late this afternoon. It remains unclear what triggered that service disruption. New Tennessee law allows officials there to decide if they want to 
or choose not to perform same-sex marriages. If it goes against their beliefs, they can choose not to do it. The measure is called House Bill 878, less than half page long, simply stating that public officials, quote, shall not be required to solemnize a marriage, end quote. Those who can newly refuse include judges, county clerks, and government officials. The law went into effect immediately. On Wednesday, critics have said the measure was crafted with the intention of allowing government officials to refuse to perform same-sex marriages. Religious figures in the state have previously been permitted to refuse to marry same-sex couples. Again, that's in Tennessee. To Puerto Rico now, where an issue is of economic nature, as activists want more strict regulations on short-term rentals in Puerto Rico, as the U.S. territory sees a growing number of displaced renters and a spike in housing costs, the Hispanic Federation says. The number of units operated as short-term rentals in Puerto Rico jumped to more than 25,000 in 2023, there were only about 1,000 of them in 2014. It found that while short-term rentals create jobs and attract visitors, it leads to more transportation options. Renters have faced evictions. The cost of goods have increased amid an economic crisis, and some ecological areas have been destroyed during new creation of such properties. Volkswagen, of Pro, uh, excuse me, Volkswagen is recalling approximately 261,000 vehicles. They say it could be because of of a faulty fuel tank suction pump. A host of models are affected, including some of the Audi A3s, the Volkswagen Jetta, and the VW Golf vehicles. They say they started back in 2015, and some of the later models are 2020s. Volkswagen said that it is due to a problem with a suction jet pump seal inside some of the affected fuel tanks. Fuel may flow into a separate evaporative emissions system and possibly leak out of the charcoal canister. A fuel leak can increase fire risks, obviously, and potentially damage a vehicle or harm the occupants inside. And also, Odysseus, which is a privately built lunar lander, wants to be the first to touch down on the moon. It's aiming to become the first privately built craft to touch down on the lunar surface, as well as the first American vehicle to accomplish the feat. In more than 50 years, the lander built by Intuitive Machines is expected to touch down. Uh, it was supposed to be within the last hour. I've not heard an update on the uh, um, information from the Houston-based company, initially estimated to happen earlier in the week. But if successful, the lander will be the first American spacecraft on the moon since Apollo 17 and the mission of 1972. That wraps up today's Drive at 5. Those are the stories driving headlines on this, the 22nd of February, 2024.